All right, welcome to the Maximum Hoops Podcast. I am your host, Michael Maxi, and I've taken a little bit of a hiatus uh, as I prep and get prepared for NBA draft and NBA offseason, which seems to be my busier time of the year. So I've been prepping a lot of that, so you're going to get a lot of content from me in the next couple weeks. Um, with starting with today, I'm going to drop my top 75 big board and um and i was going to go from 75 to one um and i thought about it i I think i'm just gonna start with one and 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 go to 75 so um without further ado uh let's get started we're gonna go through all top all of my top 75 um probably the first 30 or 40 i'm probably gonna do a little bit more in depth on because those are guys your names you're probably going to hear a lot especially guys who i feel are first round picks you're going to hear me um talk a little bit more about about them so with that said um let's start so that there is a consensus top three and i have struggled back and forth i'm pretty sure who um that i'm very comfortable with my top two but i tend to want to flip them every now and then so while I say this is my final big board, obviously with the draft camp coming up uh, this week, um, and uh, you know the lottery and, and and a lot of these workouts, and then you're gonna hear about promises, you're gonna hear about guys who've improved. So obviously my big board will this will probably be not not be my last big board. However, I'm pretty comfortable with my top 75 right now, um, and we'll go from here. Um, there are some guys who I know that have been talked about as possible first round ball players who I got ranked really low. Uh, and, and, and that's partially reason because they didn't impress me in college. So why would I, why would I put much effort into them on the pro level? You know, those guys are probably going to end up being second round picks, maybe late first rounders. If someone wants to get uh, ballsy and, and, and draft one of them late. So with that being said, let's start out. So obviously, Jabari Smith, Paolo Banchero, and Chet Holmgren uh, are the top three prospects. And 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 it, you know, it doesn't matter who you who you look at. Um, I've seen Chet going one. I've seen Jabari going one. I've seen uh, Paolo going one. Um, I've been going back and forth on Paolo and Jalen Smith. Uh, part of the reason is that I think Paolo's a little bit more um, versatile. Could probably play the five and four on the next level. While Jabari's more of the four. However. My number one player in this board, as of right now, is uh, Jabari, Jabari Smith, and and that's and that's basically because um, I really I just love his outside game. I really do. He 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 knows how to to score and score at a rapid pace. Um, I think you know I don't. I've heard some people compare him to Chris Bosh. I don't see him as Chris Bosh. I think he's more versatile. Um, almost plays like a wing. Um, at times, but uh, I really love his game. I really love the way that uh, he he carried Auburn and and was able to um, and was able to uh, you, you know he really looked he really looked like a stud at times. So with that said, I have Jabari Smith as my number one um, player on my board. Um, it was a little tough because even as of yesterday morning, I, I still. I still was undecided on my number one, but I'm going with Jabari Smith, six foot ten, power forward, 
University of Auburn, his outside game, his um, his his ability to slash to the hoop, uh, rebound, uh, block shots. I have him as my number one prospect. So that brings us to number two, which is I have Paolo Banchero, who is um, six foot ten, also power forward from Duke. I I like his versatility. I think depending on um, uh, where he heads could possibly see some minutes as a five. Um, he kind of reminds me of Anthony Davis a little bit. Obviously not to that. I, I, he, actually, he's got a, in my opinion, he's got a better outside shot than Anthony Davis, at least coming into the NBA. He does. But, um, I, I, you know, he's he's really uh, established himself as a, um, as a big-time um, player in the tournament. I know Duke did not have the results that they wanted. However, I, I, I think that um, I, I think that uh, he's going to be a stud NBA player. Very, very, um, like I said, very versatile. Can put the ball on the floor. Can face up. Uh, has some post moves. I have Paolo Banchero from Duke uh, going number two. Uh, he's my second-ranked player. Um, my third-ranked player is Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, seven foot. Uh, probably could play the four and the five from Gonzaga. Um, definitely, uh, definitely like uh, his ability to um, shoot uh, for a seven-footer. Uh, you know, there there is um, there is a, a little bit that I think that sets him, or, or in my opinion, um, that makes him not as uh, as good as the other the other two. Um, uh, he is probably the best shooter of the three. Uh, you know, he's long, he's going to be, uh, defensively, he's going to be able to block shots, and I think that's where he's going to, he's going to be able to, um, excel. Runs the court real well, uh, really good, um, ball handler. Uh, you'd like to see him, um, play some four, play some five. I think he's, I think he's got a chance to be, this is a team, uh, like a team like a Rockets, I think would really like to, to, um, uh, capitalize on, on his, uh, on his ability so i got jet holmgren from gonzaga going number three all right so the top three are they can be shuffled in any order i would not be surprised to see any one of those three go number one in the in, in the in the draft but the, the the top non big man it comes in at number four and that's Jaden ivy Jaden ivy is a stud he's six foot four shooting guard out of purdue just He's he's a bucket getter. He really is, and I, I really like I really like his game. I think he's going to excel. Um, I think he he also has uh, shown he's got some ball handling. Um, possibly could um, you know have minutes at point guard. Possibly I think he's more of a uh, he kind of reminds me of Dwayne Wade a little bit. You know like could be like a secondary ball handler, secondary uh, uh, playmaker, uh, guard. You know, plays really well off the ball, can score, can pass, does a lot of good things. Um, would like to see him improve a little bit on his defense, but he does know how to play the passing lanes. Very, very good um, player. Uh, you know, comes from a lineage of basketball players. You know, his mom is uh, the coach at Notre Dame, so um, this kid's been playing basketball since he was, you know, since he was little. So I got him coming in at number four and that's kind of 
the consensus of the top four players pretty much on everyone I, I, I you know if they tell you they don't look at other play, uh, other top boards then they're lying to you because everyone does and that seems to be the top four pretty much for everyone um, this is where things get a little crazy and, and for me um, I went crazy so I got AJ Griffin coming at five six foot six wing can probably play the two to three uh, he's from Duke I think personally especially of, of lottery picks I think he's the best shooter in, in, in the in the top half of this draft uh, really really like his game uh, has the ability to put the ball on the floor as well has a nice little pull-up game I really like him I, I don't think we got to see everything of him because he was basically at times second option but most likely always third option in um, in uh, at Duke so uh, he kind of reminds me and I'm not saying that their games are similar but um, he kind of reminds me of Devin Booker where Devin Booker wasn't like I mean he came off the bench at Kentucky as a freshman and uh, wasn't able to I mean, you know he did really you know you didn't I mean you thought he was a good player but you didn't think he was uh, a superstar and that's kind of how I think of of um, AJ Griffin uh, a guy who was overshadowed at Duke because of Benchero. Um, obviously, they went inside to Mark Williams. Uh, you know, a guy who could sometimes was the fourth option in Duke. So I think he's going to be a stud, especially if he could go in the top five. Um, number six. Some people may not know who this is. This is Shaden Sharp. He's a six foot six wing from Kentucky. And I know everyone has. Well, we never saw him play at Kentucky because he did not play at Kentucky. So he was a top recruit, reclassified, got uh, to Kentucky, I think in January, was going to suit up, was going to help him through their tournament. And then uh, him and Calipari and his family and, and whatnot, they all decided that he was going to sit out um, the rest of the, uh, the season and uh, hopefully come back next year. Um, but... Uh, I think he's going to uh, he's going to be a top six pick. So so he made a right decision. This is a guy who probably could be a, the, the number one pick in the draft if he came out next year. So I think um, it, it's possible. I, I it's possible by the end of this he could if he has some good workouts move into the top five, maybe even top four. Uh, he's got great size, six foot six, um, good shooter. He's got long range, but he's super athletic. And a, and, a, and a very powerful dunker, um, plays on the wing, would be really good for one of these young teams, and they can develop him. So I got him going number six. Number seven, Keegan Murray, 6'9", small forward from Iowa. So uh, obviously we know who Keegan Murray is. Um, very, um, very skilled scorer, good rebounder, possibly. I, I think he, he's, he's body-wise and game-wise, he's more of a... Uh, small forward, but uh, you know how this NBA game has, has developed, so I could see him being a small ball four at times because he does have the 6.9 size, and, and a lot of these teams are playing multiple wings um, with one big, so uh, it's always going to depend on where he goes, and, and I got Keegan Murray going number seven. Number eight, this might be a little bit high, but I think by the end of this process, you're going to see this guy in the top ten. Osman Diang, 6'10", Small forward from France, another guy who could probably be a small ball four. Um, he's young, probably going to be, um, probably going to be, um, you know, brought along slowly. 
you know, a, kind of a little bit of a developer, but with the right team, uh, this guy could be a, and I don't want to compare him to Giannis, but uh, very similar to Giannis when Giannis came into the NBA. I think this guy has a chance to be a top 10 pick. Um, I've only seen a couple people with him in the top 10. Um, I spent yesterday watching a lot of uh, footage of him. Um, NBA scouts are drooling over his potential. So I got him going number eight. So you're going to hear uh, there's, there's a very big um, uh, thing in, in this draft, and it's, it's wings. You're going to hear me say wings a lot. There's a lot of wings, you know. And, um, and at number nine, I got Benedict Mathurin, who is a six foot seven. Small forward, shooting guard from Arizona. Uh, you know, a, a big wing, can score, can shoot. Um, I think he shot 40% from three. Um, you know, this is a, this is a guy who whose three-point shooting is very equivalent. Like, him and A.J. Griffin are, are, are probably the two best shooters inside, inside my top ten. And I really, um, I really like his game. And he's coming in at number nine. He is from Arizona. Um... Uh, I think that, you know, wings, you can, everyone's, everyone's drafting wings. Wings, that's why you're going to see a lot of my first uh, 30 players are wings. You know, um, big men are kind of dying unless they're versatile or switchable on defense. So that's kind of how it goes. So coming in at number 10, we have another wing. Uh, more of a two guard as opposed to maybe being able to go back and forth from the, the, the two to the three is Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. Um he did kind of have a disappointing tournament. I really wanted to see more out of him. But all season, he was basically just a stud. Um, I've seen, you know, some people had him going as high as number uh, three or four um, a couple months ago. I got him coming in at number 10. Um, and and, and, and I, I, think I, I think he's a, a steal for, for a team at number 10. Uh, he's going to be a good player. Number 11, Jalen Duran, six foot eleven center from the University of Memphis. So Memphis didn't get a lot of playing time. They play in they play in a smaller uh, conference, so not a lot of people got to see uh, Duran. Uh, he's six eleven. Uh, basically, he's a, he's very versatile, uh, a good defender, shot blocker. Uh, looks like he'll be able to switch on pick and rolls, which is very important this this day and age. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Jared Allen, I guess. Kind of, I mean, he, he just very, very, um, uh, very, very solid. And um, well, he did not have the greatest of years at Memphis. Um, I think NBA, uh, NBA scouts are going to love him. So I got him going at number eleven. Number twelve, a little bit high, but this is what I believe: Jeremy Sochan, a six foot nine power forward from Baylor, came off the bench as a freshman. Um, I don't know if you remember him. He had the yellow hair. Came off the bench. Is just gunning. He's from Australia. Uh, really good player. I, I like his game. Reminds me a lot of Kyle Kuzma. And I know you're saying, whoa, whoa. A better defensive Kyle Kuzma. He is a good defensive player. Uh, suction is, is long. Um, he's got some body. But uh, offensively, he reminds me of Kyle Kuzma. He is a, uh, a spot-up three-point shooter. Um, but he has the ability to uh, play defense, and um, that is um, such a, a, a three and D player, especially a guy who who could probably be a legit four. Um, it, it, that's going to be um, that's going to be a hot commodity. I would not be surprised to see him rise a little bit higher. I have him higher than most, um, 
but I would not be surprised if uh, if he really blows away um, some workouts. Um, so we come in at number 13. I got Tari Eason, 6'8", power four from LSU. A little undersized as a power four, but a solid rebounder. Um, he does a lot of things well. Was basically the engine that uh, that drove LSU. So I, I really like him coming in at number coming in at number um, at number 14. No, I'm sorry. Not, yeah, number number 13. So I got him coming in at number 13. Um, number 14, I have Achai Egbaji from the national champion Kansas Jayhawks, six foot five shooting guard. Really really improved his shooting coming back uh, to Kansas last year um, a solid defender could probably guard the one through three um, just uh, just really you know just found himself as a as a stud um, you know and, and I wouldn't be surprised that some people like him better than like Johnny Davis and, and it depends on where you know where you see him getting drafted or, or what teams are where they are so I got Agbaji going number 14. So I didn't realize this was going to take so long, so we're going to get a little bit faster through this. 15, I got Jaden Hardy, six foot four shooting guard from G League Ignite. The problem with him is, is, is he's got three point shooting range. He just did not shoot very well from three point range. It was like 31 percent or something um, as a um, as a uh, for the G League. So I'm uh, just. Uh, He's going to have to prove that. But guess what this guy does? He scores. And, and, and then that is such a premium in the NBA. So Jaden Hardy, I got him going number 15. Number 16 is a guy who could, by the, uh, by the time the draft rolls around, be a high riser. And his name is Dyson Daniels. He is also from Australia. He played for the G League Ignite this year. 6'6". Not sure he's a true point guard, but I'm. But I know how the NBA works, so they'll try to make him into a true point guard. Uh, has three point range, but like everyone in the G League, they shot terrible from three point range um, in the thirty uh, percent. But he is uh, good size. Looks like he could play the one, the two, maybe even some three. Uh, very versatile. Um, Dyson Daniels played in the G League. He only averaged thirteen points, but he averaged four assists. Um, really would like to see him uh, go to a team where he could develop um, kind of you know he kind of reminds me of Josh Giddy who uh, is also from Australia who went to um, pick number six I believe last year to Oklahoma City uh, so I, I would not be surprised if this guy rises too so number 17 I got Kenny Chandler 6-1 point guard from Tennessee if you watched any Tennessee basketball this guy was really dynamic at times uh he got a little crazy with the ball turnovers and whatnot but when the time counted this guy uh took over games for tennessee i got him at number 17. number 18 nikola jovic who is a six foot ten small forward from serbia um six foot ten small forwards and i'll use the joke with the name nikola how could you go wrong so anyways um I, he's a good shooter good range uh, there's a lot of length in this draft whether it's uh even in the wings um there's a lot of length in this draft and and he has got the length um i hope he turns into something a little bit more than davis bertans but um if he can if he can get it defensively this kid could be something 19 i got mark williams seven foot uh center from duke 
really good post player. I really, uh, I really like his game. Obviously, he might struggle on switching, but um, pick number 19 is is about where uh, where he'd probably be drafted. And he, I have him as the 19th best prospect. And the last player in this segment, I'm going to go with Marshawn Bochamp, six foot seven, small forward from the G League Ignite. Um, another G leaguer who did not shoot particularly well from three, but boy, does this dude have athletic ability. He's a little bit bigger than, um, Hardy and Dyson Daniels. Um, really think that, uh, I think he was a second leading scorer for the G league ignite behind Hardy. So, um, this, this, this is a guy who, who, uh, could look to improve himself in, in, um, workouts so that's the top 20 we'll come back we'll finish out with the next top with the next 20 and um and uh after this word from anchor all right but welcome back to the maximum hoops podcast i am your host michael maxi and uh once again as we approach the um, NBA draft uh, draft lottery is Tuesday, um, so I'm giving you my top 75 big board. We already went through one through 20, so let's continue. We're going to go to 21. I got Malachi Branham, six foot five shooting guard from Ohio State. And as you hear, what what did I tell you? We got a lot, a lot of wings in this um, in, in this uh, in this big board. So. I got uh, Malachi. Yeah, this is a guy who wasn't very highly. I mean, he was. Uh, I mean, he was obviously highly touted enough to go to Ohio State, but uh, his second half of the season, he averaged 17.3 points, shot 40% from three. Man, uh, obviously the slow start, probably adjusting to uh, college basketball, whatever the whatever the point was or whatever the slow start was. But anyways, he. Uh, he really came on. He really, he really came on in um, in uh, the second half of the season for Ohio State, and and uh, was one of their uh, catalysts, along with uh, EJ Liddell, um, who um, helped Ohio State win some games. So I um, I, I think that um, if he can continue to shoot in his workouts, it's a guy who could possibly um, sniff the lottery. So, it's it's very interesting. So, like this this draft to me is very um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys who who could be who could go anywhere. A lot of ranges. Like they could go from nine to twenty five, you know, and stuff like that. Or they could go from six to eighteen. So there there's just a lot of different ranges, and, and it makes it very hard to get a good handle on it. However, with that said, I, I have, um, I, I have Branham going, um, going to, uh, going at 20, or he's my 21, uh, top player so you haven't heard much point guards i had kennedy chandler dyson daniels possibly as a as a point guard uh kennedy chandler i probably have him ranked a little bit higher than most he does have, uh, he is a little smaller so um 
here, here, here we got a, uh, a little bit, of, a couple point guards coming to you. At 22, I have Ty Ty Washington, 6'3 point guard from University of Kentucky. Um, I've seen him going as high as like top 10, and, and I don't get it. I mean, nice player. He's got good size. Uh, you know, and, and in a point guard a week draft, um, I could see that. Um, you know, he's more of a scoring first point guard. Um, so we'll have to see how that we'll have to see how that that unfolds. I can see the Knicks at number ten or eleven, whichever they get, um, making a jump up and getting him and trying to get him. But that's beside the point. Twenty-three. I have another point guard, Juan Montero, six foot three point guard from Overtime Elite. Overtime Elite is uh, it's it's it, it, it's another route to go instead of going to college. Um, you know, uh, Montero is I believe from France. I I have to read check that again um but so maybe spain uh I, my my mind's mush right now but anyways um i got him at 23 six foot three point guard from overtime elite he's a guy who i think could be a surprise in this draft um especially if he's drafted uh in the 20s 24 blake wesley six foot five shooting guard from notre dame i've seen him connected to the milwaukee bucks a lot um not sure if there's uh Promises, or if there's been, or if, there, or, or if someone leaked that they really like him, but um, I got him as my number 25 prospect. Uh, very good uh, player, um, uh, really good uh, slasher. Uh, does a lot of good things. Needs to improve a little bit on his outside shot, but once he does that, I think he's going to be a really good player. 26, Walker Kessler, seven foot um, one center from Auburn, a shot blocker. Um, Let's just call him Chet Holmgren uh, Light. Um, doesn't shoot the ball like Chet Holmgren, but um, does a lot of the things that Chet Holmgren does, like like block shots, runs the floor well. Um, I got him at 26. 27 comes in another Duke, another Dukey, Wendell Moore. 6'6", shooting guard slash small forward. I really think that, um, that uh, he... Uh, he really uh, benefited from coming back to school. Um, I think he's probably a guaranteed first-round pick. Um, I think he could go anywhere from the early twenty, uh, maybe late teens to um, to mid uh, to late twenties. It's about where I see him going right now. I have him ranked twenty-seventh, twenty-eighth. EJ Liddell, six foot seven, power four from Ohio State. Really, 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 really good player. Problem is he's six foot seven. Not sure he's much of a wing. He's probably more of a big man. But he's a guy that would be, to a team that's drafting in the 27 range, probably a very good find. I got him ranked 27. Um, I, I just see him as one of those guys that's drafted by a really good team and finds court time um, as a rookie. So I got him at 20. Um, I got him at 28. 29, Hugo Beeson, another point guard. From, this one from France. He's got good size, 6'4". Obviously, if you don't know him, you go look at, go look him up. Uh, you know these international players. Uh, a lot of these teams, especially picking this late, will will take on uh, some of these uh, international players. Thirty, Alondis Williams, six five shooting guard from Wake Forest. Really good shooter. Um, really good chance to be a, a, a solid three and D guy. Um, I, I I I like his uh, I like his game a lot. Uh, Thirty one, Ryan. Rollins, 6'5", shooting guard from Toledo. So the only thing going against this guy right now is 
He's from Toledo. But he is a guy who um, I've seen a lot of guys I respect in the draft um, in, the, in, the, in the draft uh, community um, think that he's a borderline first rounder, which is what I got him at and could possibly solidify himself with a good draft camp as a first rounder. So I got him going right now at 31. 32, Orlando Robinson, seven foot center from Fresno State. Um, you know, uh, very switchable. Just uh, not a lot of big men going this uh, in these drafts anymore. But I think he, this is someone who uh, this is about where he, his draft range anyway. So I got him at at number uh, 32. 33 is a guy no one's probably ever heard of. Leonard Mill, Leonard Miller, six foot nine, small forward from Erie Prep. Uh, he is a um, he is a um, a, a nice wing. Um, he's from Canada, so it's it's very very hard to get a good grasp on him. I think we'll learn more about his athleticism and more about him during this NBA draft camp. Uh, and if he can excel, um, I, I think he he's he's another guy who could be a border round a borderline first rounder. Um, I got him coming in at um, at 33, 34. Christian Braun, six seven wing, can play both the two to three um, from Kansas, the national champions. Really don't think before the tournament that um, I had him going this high, and then after the tournament, he really proved um, that he was a really good shooter. Could um, could uh, you know make. Um, Shooting goes a long way, especially now in today's NBA. Uh, this is a guy who who has good size. Um, I mean, you see guys like Max Struess and um, some of these undrafted guys who just can shoot well now per, uh, being good playoff contributors. So I, I definitely think that, that uh, Braun gets drafted. Um, and I think he's, um, depending on where he goes, he could be in a rotation if he goes to a team like Oklahoma City or something like that. So I got him going number 34, 35. Christian Coloco, seven foot one center from Arizona. Shop blocker, runs the floor well. Would really like to see him maybe improve his face-up game. But I got him going 35. A guy who who is very underrated, who who could possibly sneak into the first round. Trace Jackson Davis, six foot nine, power forward from Indiana. I I like his game a lot. Um, really think that um, that he has potential to be a pick 28, 29 um, when everything is all said and done. But it'd be interesting to see some of these guys. Some of these guys might just make really, really big um, uh, steps in the, in the draft uh, pre-draft camp. So we'll have to we'll have to wait and look and see. Um, but anyways, uh, so continuing, I got 37. I got Johnny Juzang, 6'7", small forward out of UCLA. Obviously, we know what he's done um, in the tournament. I would really, really like to see a team take a flyer on him. I think he's a guy who, who, who doesn't, like, his numbers weren't overwhelmingly awesome, but he always seems to be the guy that gets the ball uh, in crunch time. So... He's a little passive. I'd like to see a little bit more fire, a little bit more anxiousness with him. But um, I've had him as a first-rounder for a long time, and I, and, and I got him now ranked 37. Probably part of the reason is because some of these guys have really excelled and, and jumped him. 
Um, I, I, I've seen him anywhere from the 40s to the 80s ranked. Um, but I got him coming in at number 37. A guy many have as a first rounder, Kendall Brown, six foot eight, small forward from Baylor. A lot of guys think he can be a three and D. I don't see it as as cut and dry as that. Um, um, I, I I think he is a nice player. Um, I know he, he battled injuries at Baylor. Um, I guess I just don't see it. There's a lot of wings in this draft. Um, he does have really good size as a wing. Uh, Probably could play maybe some small ball four, but I'm not just sold on on Kendall Brown, and um, I might be the only one. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with with him. And uh, 39 coming at 39, I got Jalen Williams, six six shooting guard from Santa Clara. Probably would be ranked higher if he did this at a different school, but he did it at Santa Clara. Um, so you know. In a draft full of wings, it's kind of hard to stick out, especially when you go to Santa Clara. I have him solidly, though, as a second-round pick. Number 40, Max Christie, 6'6", shooting guard um, from Michigan State. Uh, So once again, all those want wings, but uh, he's got good size. He's shown promise. Um, The problem is is, is I I haven't seen nothing that makes me think he's a first-rounder. Um, he's probably a solid second rounder. Not sure, um, you know, all it takes is one to to like you in the in the in the, in the first round. But I got him going, or I got him as my 40th ranked player. 41st, Trevor Keels, six four shooting guard from Duke. Um, I guess he can play point guard. He played, he started at point guard, played some point guard for Duke, um, in and out of uh, starting lineup. Um, I like him. Um, I on that Duke team, he was probably the sixth best player, fifth maybe. So I, I'm just I, I'm just not sold on him. Uh, a guy who whose stock has been going down. I've ranked at 42. J.D. Davidson, six-three point guard uh, from Alabama. Um, his uh, his stock is going down. A lot of it, I think, has to do with his tournament performance. Did not really did not really um, stand out. You know. Um, but he just reminds me of a guy who, 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 who would end up being drafted by San Antonio and, 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 and get a lot of playing time there. So that's just how I feel. So um, that is a number 41. 40, or that was 42, I'm sorry. 43, Scotty Pippen Jr. Now, I'm sorry. I, I probably have him higher than a lot of people, but the dude averaged over 20 points a game, which is a scorer. He, as a uh, as a six three guard, played for uh, Wake Forest. As a six foot three guard, he um, he averaged four rebounds a game. He probably I would have liked to have seen his assists in the five or six range. He was at four point three, I think. Um, so, but he's a score first point guard. Um, this is a guy who, you know what? I could see him either being a second-round pick and sticking on a roster or being an undrafted player and, and making a roster. Um, you know, there's no quitting him. He, he, he's just a really good player. A guy whose stock at 44, a guy whose stock is seems to be on the rise is Jamari Bouye, 6'3", point guard from San Francisco. A lot of people think that uh, he could be a borderline first-round pick. Obviously, things are going to change once this draft camp. Like I, I'd like to say this is my... 
top 50, 75, but I'd like to see some of these draft camps. I might get a different opinion on some of these guys when I get to see them play, you know, um, against others. So um, I got him at 44. 45, Dalen Terry, 6'7", do-everything kind of player for uh, Arizona. Uh, very good ball handler, very good uh, distributor, but more of a wing. Um, I know some people think he might be able to play point guard at six foot seven in the league. Did not have a very good freshman season at Arizona. Uh, numbers were kind of low. I'm not as high on him as some of these others. I do not think, unless you know, unless he has some good workouts, that he is a that he, that he's going to be a first round pick. So. Um, I got him at 45. 46, Ishmael Kamagati, 6'11", center from France. Um, he's probably a solid second-round pick. Um, 47, Jake Laravia, 6'8", small four from Wake Forest. Um, got good size. Um, uh, was a pretty good scorer. I think he averaged like 16 or 17 points a game. Um, I got him at 47. 48, Drew Timmy, 6'10", center from Gonzaga. Uh, his ability to shoot from outside, his ability to be a um, a roller on a pick and roll, uh, he protected the rim as well as he could. Um, I got him at 48, so um, I, I think he's definitely going to be drafted. I know a lot of guys aren't very high on him, um, but have you ever seen Gonzaga play? A lot of times they went right through Drew Timmy. So, 49, I got Terquavarian Smith, 6'4", shooting guard NC State. Good scorer. Really good score. Um, I would like to see him, uh, you know, keep working on his three-point shot. Uh, as you know, it's six foot four. Um, that's a little bit undersized to be a uh, shooting guard, but right now, um, that seems to be, you know, seems seems to be um, more likely now um, if if you can shoot. So um, I got him at forty-nine, and at number fifty, we're gonna round out this segment with number fifty. A lot of people still have this guy in the first round. And that's Patrick Baldwin Jr., small forward, maybe a power forward if he bulks up from University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. He followed his dad, who's the coach there. Um, I, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I think he's soft. I think he's. Um, I think he needs to bulk up. I think the talent's there, but um, I just don't think he is. Um, I just don't think he's. Uh, I'm just not that impressed. Um, if he would have, if he would have blew the socks off at UW Milwaukee, I could definitely see him as a first-round pick. Um, but he's going to have to really impress uh, during workouts if, if if he's going to be a first-round pick. I got him ranked number 50, so that rounds out the top 50. We'll come back and we'll do the last 25 of my top 75. Um, big board all right welcome back to the maximum hoops podcast i hope you enjoyed my top 50 players uh this next 25 we're gonna run through really quick i will talk about them if i need to so with that being said i have um 51 jalen williams six foot ten power four from arkansas uh, 52, Andrew Nemhart, six foot five, point guard from Gonzaga, got really good size. Um, probably he's going to find himself having a really long NBA career because he's very smart. Um, not the greatest ath- athlete of the bunch, 
but um, definitely could see him um, definitely sticking out with the uh, with a with the team for sure. Fifty three, Kofi Cockburn, seven foot center from the University of Illinois. If you remember, he went pro last year, and then and then decided to go back to uh, school. So um, he's probably a second round pick. Um, I would say he's probably a legit chance to um, to make a roster as a second round pick. Um, 54, David Roddy. So Roddy is a very undersized power forward. Would likely have to play small forward in the NBA. Nice player, but he's just basically a post-up player. He has maybe, I mean, he's not really athletic. Uh, uh, he's kind of like Charles Barkley-like uh, down low. Um, was really Colorado State's best player. Um, but I, I don't think he has an NBA body. Um, but I can still see him getting drafted. Um just because of his talent. 55, Ron Harper Jr., six foot six, small forward from Rutgers. Kind of similar game to David Roddy, if, if, you, if, if you ask me. Um, would not be surprised to see him go undrafted um, or possibly be an earlier second-round pick. He's a good player. He's, he, he, he's just he's not the greatest athlete. He's a good defender. Um, his athleticism is probably what's going to keep him from, from going higher than he does. And I got him at 55. 56, Caleb Houston. 6'8", uh, small forward from Michigan. Did not really have a great uh, freshman year um, at Michigan. Would would be surprised to see him um, uh, get drafted, in my opinion. 57, Julian Strothard. 6'7", small forward from Gonzaga. At 58, I got just Josh Minot, six foot eight, small forward from Memphis. Um, when he played for Memphis, did not did not really overwhelm me. Um, obviously, everyone's all about his, his talent. Some people think he's a first round talent. Uh, I haven't seen it. Um, I have him right now ranked 58. So now we go to 59. Chris Murray, six eight, small forward from Iowa, and twin brother to Keegan Murray, who I have as a top six player in his draft. Uh, Chris Murray's just not as good as his brother, um, but I, I would be interested to see how how he plays in the pre-draft camp. Uh, possibly could uh, improve his stock um, with some solid play. Um, number sixty, Harrison Ingram, six foot eight, small four from Stanford. Sixty-one, Tevin Brown, six foot four, shooting guard from Murray State. Uh, Gabriel Presida, six seven, wing from Italy. Once again, lot you're going to see a lot of wings getting drafted right. Um, in this draft. Um, so at 63, Iverson Molinar, 6'3", combo guard from Mississippi State. Really, really good score. Um, he played at Mississippi State, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of players better than him. Um, I would like to see a little bit more from Molinar. Um, right now he's a borderline drafted player. At 64, I get Jabari Walker, 6'9", power four from Colorado. At 65, Yannick Nezoza, 6'10", center from Congo. So right now, these guys are going to be borderline second-round picks. Because obviously, there's uh, two picks are forfeited, so there's only going to be 58 picks this year. So 58 of the 75, um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. So some of these, these guys that I'm talking about right now, are, in my opinion, are borderline uh, second-round picks. So at 66, they got Julian Champagne, six foot eight, small forward from St. John's. Now at 67, I got Michael Foster, six foot eight, power forward, G League Ignite. So the G League Ignite was uh, basically for one and dones. Um, to you know, and obviously I have three G League Ignite players going in the first round. Um, 
I do not have um, Michael Foster. Michael Foster is six foot eight, uh, very, um, very um, undersized power forward, and that's basically what he is. He did score pretty good for G League Ignite, but obviously that was against lesser competition. I would have, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't really foresee him getting drafted. Um, but he's going to obviously be in the mix. So now we go to 68. Isaiah Mobley, 6'10", power four from USC. And older brother of Cleveland Cavaliers star, Evan Mobley. So Isaiah Mobley just didn't, you, you know, he just didn't, he didn't excel like I thought he was going to. Like, I really thought he was going to excel to be, like, ranked in the a, in a, in a, in a high 20s, be a, a potential uh, late second rounder, early or late first rounder, early second rounder, and he just didn't do that for me. So I'm I'm, I'm quite disappointed um, with Isaiah Mobley and his and his um, and his ability to play once his brother left. 69 Grant Sherfield, 63 uh, combo guard from Nevada. Um, at 70, I have Peyton Watson, who's a six foot eight small four from UCLA. Played sparingly at UCLA as a freshman. I think he averaged like three points a game. Not not. Like, this is a five-star recruit who um, people still think can be a first-round pick. You know what? I'm at the, the show me show me something. You know, like, I, I, I want to see something. If you couldn't even crack UCLA's, you know, rotation, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I have a hard time um, putting you ranked in the in, up in the top 30 or 40. You know what I'm saying? So... At 71, I have Kian Ellis, six foot six wing from Alabama. At 72, Trevian Williams, six foot ten center from Purdue. So, um, if you remember, if you remember, he just, um, you know, he, he he bullied his way in. Um, not very, not very athletic, but just a big man who I could see getting. Um, Getting some looks. 73, I got Hung Jung Lee, six foot seven, small forward from Davidson. Uh, put up some pretty good numbers for Davidson. Um, I got him ranked uh, 73. 74, I got Musa Diabate, six foot 11, center from Michigan. Another guy who um, I think Michigan thought, or he thought once he went to Michigan, that he was going to be higher up. 75, I got Kellen Grady, six five, point guard, shooting guard. From Kentucky, I don't know if you remember him. He was uh, a stud at um, Davidson, was um, uh, and then and then hit the transfer portal and found his way at Kentucky. Just not um, not what um, not uh, he, he, this is a guy I thought could be a second round pick for sure, but uh, we'll see what happens. So so that's my top seventy five. I hope I hear from somebody or, or some of you that. That, that want to disagree with me or, or if you think that I am a little bit too harder on some players or or, or not as hard on, on some players. So um, I'm going to give you a little uh, synopsis on what's going to happen with Maximum Hoops. So next week after the lottery, the lottery is um, the lottery is uh, uh, Tuesday. So I'll probably do a mock draft on um on mock draft on probably either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Um, it'll be a first round mock draft. Um, so we'll do that. Um, and then um, obviously we'll be working on draft and free and, 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 uh, and stuff. I'm also going to do a free agent podcast where we'll look at like uh, some of these free agents. 
and, and maybe, I mean, just the big ones, um, and, and see if we can figure that out. Then, of course, I'm going to do my trade block special, as probably during the NBA Finals, we'll do all that. So um, that's what to look forward to. So I hope uh, you enjoyed my uh, my um, Top 75 Big Board, and uh, we will talk to you next week as I do my um, NBA mock draft right after the lottery. So um, we'll talk to you again next week.